Do you know that certain peptides can benefit those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's? If you want to learn more about how peptides can help with thyroid autoimmunity and other chronic conditions, then you'll want to check out the brand new Peptide Summit hosted by Dr. Jenny Flagar. In fact, peptides play a huge role in helping Dr. Jenny overcome her Hashimoto's condition. To register for the free Peptide Summit, visit SayMyThyroid.com forward slash peptides. Hey, this is Dr. Eric. And in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, can someone have both Graves' disease and Hashimoto's? So it's very common to have the antibodies for both Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. I see a lot of Graves' disease patients, and many of them have the antibodies for Hashimoto's. I have a separate episode where I discuss the different types of thyroid antibodies, and the three main antibodies are thyroid-stimulating immunoglobulins, which is a type of TSH receptor antibody, thyroid peroxidase antibodies, or TPO antibodies, and then we have thyroglobulin antibodies. And so the thyroglobulin antibodies are more closely associated with Hashimoto's, thyroid-stimulating immunoglobulins, or TSI. Those are more closely associated with Graves' disease. And then you got TPO, or thyroid peroxidase antibodies. Those are more closely associated with Hashimoto's, but also are very common in those with Graves' disease. So I see people with Graves' disease who have TPO antibodies, and sometimes I'll have the anti-thyroglobulin antibodies or thyroglobulin antibodies, and sometimes I'll have all three antibodies. And many times it's the hyperthyroidism that predominates, but that's not always the case. Sometimes it's the hypothyroid symptoms that predominate. So someone might appear with Hashimoto's, like they might be diagnosed with Hashimoto's, yet they have the antibodies for Graves' disease, yet they're not experiencing any hyperthyroid symptoms. Although I will say that with Hashimoto's, some people do experience transient hyperthyroid symptoms. So sometimes it could even fluctuate back and forth between hyper and hypo. Another question that's related to this that you might have is, will the treatment differ? If someone has, let's say, just the antibodies for Graves' disease or just the antibodies for Hashimoto's, and then you have someone who has all three antibodies or two out of the three antibodies. So the symptom management differs. So if someone has Graves' disease and they're presenting with hyperthyroidism, then they will either take antithyroid medications such as methimazole or herbs such as bugleweed and motherwort. Whereas if someone has Hashimoto's, if the, the hypothyroidism predominates, then they will be more likely to take thyroid hormone replacement, for example, or maybe thyroid glandulars. It, with Hashimoto's, it's a little bit tricky because it's very common to have subclinical hypothyroidism, meaning that the thyroid hormone levels are within the reference range, many times less than optimal. So not everybody needs to take thyroid hormone replacement, but a lot of people with Hashimoto's do. And so from a symptom management perspective, the treatment is very different. But whether you have one of those thyroid antibodies, two of them or all three, you're still focusing on the autoimmune response. So you want to do things to find or remove the triggers, correct other underlying imbalances such as nutrient deficiencies, do things to heal the gut because an increase in intestinal permeability, which is a medical term for a leaky gut, this also is a factor with autoimmunity. So regardless, you want to do things to find, remove triggers, and again, heal the gut, correct other underlying imbalances. Now, sometimes there will be triggers more specific to the antibodies 
of Graves and others on more specifics and antibodies of Hashimoto's. But really, the process is the same. It's really just trying to manage the symptoms while addressing the cause of the problem. And a lot of practitioners get intimidated with those with Graves' disease just because of the hyperthyroidism. It's not really the autoimmune component that they're intimidated by. It's just the management of the hyperthyroidism and the symptoms that people experience. And because I experience Graves' disease personally, not that I don't get concerned, but I feel more comfortable helping people with hyperthyroidism when compared to many other practitioners. So that is my response to the question. Again, the question, can someone have both Graves' disease and Hashimoto's? And yes, you can have the antibodies for both Graves and Hashimoto's. So I hope you learned a lot and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.